0: Uh, Last night he was able to um, emerge and uh, follow commands uh, and even ask uh, who had won the game. When he asked, Did we win? the answer is. Yes, you know, Damar, you won. You've won the game
1: of life. I'm going to go over some of the things the doctors just said today about the extent of brain damage, the cause of the cardiac arrest, and how many times did he die and come back to life? His cousin said that Damar Hamlin died twice. Media reported it. Then another family spokesperson said, that's not true. Media retracts it. What's really going on? Uh, we're gonna dive into all of that um, and show show the sound bites we're also going to look at some other information in regards to athlete deaths and law enforcement deaths just this past week some law enforcement deaths all altogether what's going on with all of these deaths I am also going to jump into the controversy in the vote for Speaker of the House. It is crazy drama in trying to select a House Speaker. Very important role in our government. High stakes. Okay, before we jump into all of it, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2022. According to longtermtrends.net, gold has actually outperformed the S&P 500, Dow, and Bitcoin for 2022. So What are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free quarter ounce American Gold uh, Eagle coin with every qualifying IRA of $50,000. It can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. And there are thousands of five-star reviews. Of course, there's always a risk with any investment. There's no guarantee of any kind, but I would bet on gold. Checking your comments, making sure... um, Everything is good, yeah. It's uh, you're saying it is funny AF. The goal is now gridlock for two years. Uh, could could Congress reach gridlock for two years? What is going to go on? Um, we're going to jump into all of that. I'll be sure to read any super chats as we go along. Okay, let's look at before we get into exactly what's going on with how many times this cardiac arrest occurred with someone this young and healthy. Something is causing multiple cardiac arrests. Okay. If there are multiple, that's extra glaring. It was not that hit on the field if that's the case. So it's interesting that things are being said and retracted in regards to this. Okay, let's look at what else the doctor said and talking about how Damar is communicating right now because he's got tubes down him and everything. He was on a ventilator for multiple days. So he's communicating through writing. I can clarify. He
0: did not speak. Um, He was able to communicate uh, in writing, Um, and he is uh, unable to speak with us yet as he uh, still has a breathing tube in, and we're still assisting him with uh, ventilation. Uh, So the, um, you know, when he was communicating with us uh, last night and then again today, that's been in writing.
1: Okay. The doctors were asked about the extent of brain damage. Turns out DeMar Hamlin has appears to have pretty much zero brain damage. This is phenomenal. Given the fact that they worked on him on the field for nearly 10 minutes and that in a normal cardiac arrest, it's a matter of short minutes that you die if your heart doesn't come right. Or you're, I mean, you're a goner for sure if your heart doesn't restart very, very quickly. So the doctors talk about why they think he is recovering so phenomenally.
2: Uh, improvements be made. Uh,
0: the answer to that is it's variable. We, we do uh, manage postcardiac arrest patients routinely as part of critical care. In, in all of our ICUs and, it, and it's variable, but it, it speaks to his age, his incredible fitness. And then again, I, I don't think that we could emphasize enough the immediate medical response. The fact that he had highly trained uh, professionals from the Buffalo bills, in addition to having um, paramedics, emergency physicians, respiratory therapists all right at his bedside in less than a minute from the collapse that speaks to that ability that demonstrates that he had good perfusion to his brain that led to to no um, identifiable neurologic deficit.
2: Thank you so much. Can you speak at all to...
1: Oh, he was asked, the doctors there were asked about the cause of cardiac arrest. That has been the monstrous question for all of America. And I know there... Probably the vast majority of my viewers think it is due to that new pharmaceutical in the arm. And there were big rumors that he got the boost on De- on December 26th. If you watched my podcast two days ago, we look at where that rumor came from and it definitely appears to be a fake tweet from a fake Twitter doctor who started the rumor just to get attention to his Twitter. So we don't, it's really hard to tell what's actually going on, but We know that these professional sports teams like to, uh, you know, put needles in the arms of their athletes. So I would definitely guess that he has had a pharmaceutical. Okay. Anyway, the doctors were asked if they have any idea what caused this cardiac arrest. Here it is. Can
2: you speak at all to the cause of what happened? What caused the cardiac arrest? And I think specifically, was it simply the actions that happened on the field or was there something existing that you know made mr. Hamlin um, I guess uh, something that might be susceptible to, to this happening uh,
0: the an- the answer to that is that 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 workup is ongoing and we do not have definitive answers as to the ideology of the arrest at this time and that tests will continue to be ongoing as he continues to progress
1: okay so let's get into the the headline of my podcast today uh, controversy over the number of times that DeMar Hamlin died on the field, his, his, um, or, you know, that he died, period. His uncle said that he died on the field. And then again, in the hospital, they resuscitated him twice. Um, we can look at this Snopes, you know, I'm really starting to think, uh, let me just show you this headline. This is Snopes report. DeMar Hamlin was resuscitated only once, not twice. So they're correcting the record on how many times he actually, his heart stopped. It, you know, I'm really starting to think whatever Snopes reports, we know in fact the truth is the opposite <laughs> because they really have a track record for that if you look at, at Snopes little fact checks. So they're like, no, 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 let's make it clear. He only, he only had his heart stop once, you know which again allows us to think maybe his heart just stopped because he got hit right there in that tackle. Maybe it wasn't due to a pharmaceutical, just that hit on the field. Okay. But let's look at where the rumor of it, his heart stopping twice appears to have started. Uh, During Dorian Glenn, the uncle of DeMar Hamlin was interviewed by CNN and uh, he, he spilled the beans.
2: You told me off camera your nephew died twice. Can you explain? Well, his heart had went out. So um, they had to resuscitate him twice. They resuscitated him on the field before they brought him to the hospital. And then they resuscitated him a second time when he got to the hospital. So um, I just want to show my gratitude for the medical uh, staff that were on hand. Because if not for them, my nephew probably wouldn't even be here.
1: There it is. That's That's the uncle's. Take and TMZ jumped all over this with their headline. TMZ retracts and totally redoes their headline after another family spokesman says that's not true. Actually, let me show you um, where we're getting this other family spokesperson saying, No, 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 no. His heart stopped once when he was hit in the chest. So, this is Coley Harvey from ESPN. He says he just chatted with DeMar's family friend uh, family spokesperson. Um, and that this family spokesperson, Jordan, he's clarified on behalf of the family that there may have been some miscommunication in terms of the number of times DeMar Hamlin was resuscitated. There was only one instance at Paycor stadium. So then TMZ has to totally redo its, its headline. Uh, let me show you TMZ. Uh, the original headline said DeMar Hamlin needed resuscitation twice. Heart stopped Hos- hospital un- in the hospital. Uncle says that's still the URL, but the new headline is DeMar Hamlin bills give health update signs of improvement, much less sensational. Uh, they say right here, DeMar Hamlin's family is clarifying a previous medical update provided by the bill's safety uncle saying there was a bit of miscommunication regarding what happened after he collapsed on Monday night football. Hamlin's uncle told CNN on Tuesday that his nephew had to be resuscitated twice at the stadium and upon arrival at the hospital. But on Wednesday morning, a rep for the family cleared the air saying he was resuscitated once at Pecor stadium after going into cardiac arrest. So, you know, I have covered a lot of issues like this firsthand. What happens is, you know, the hospital keeps updating the family and the hospital obviously told a family member, no, 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 there's a misunderstanding. It was only once. So, you know, that's the only reason I can see that a family spokesperson would come out and say, no, 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 it was only once because the hospital told them that. So why would the hospital specifically say that his heart was only stopped once when they already told the uncle that his heart stopped twice? Well, the doctors in their hour-long press conference today spilled the beans again, (laughs) So after the news has done all these retractions, uh, the doctors in this hour-long presser just spill it right out. His heart did stop twice. Uh, Here it is. As as
0: everybody knows, Mr. Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest on the field, and it was promptly recognized by the Buffalo Bills medical staff. And that allowed for a very immediate uh, resuscitation on the field. Um, he was promptly resuscitated. Um, it did require CPR and defibrillation, and at which point he was transported to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center where he was met by Dr. By, uh, Dr. Pritz and the, the trauma team as well as our emergency medicine uh, colleagues. He was managed and resuscitated and worked up in the emergency department, um, had some additional uh, tests in the ED and in the hospital, and then has been managed in the surgical ICU.
1: There it is. Did you catch that? Let me play the key part about being resuscitated in the hospital right here. He was managed and
0: resuscitated and worked up in the emergency department.
1: So it's really interesting to me because before CNN even interviewed the uncle, I was seeing reports on some of the telegram channels I follow of of doctors in you know, outside the narrative experts talking about how you know, the fact that he had to be resuscitated twice, his heart stopped twice is even more indicative that this could somehow be pharmaceutical related because this idea that it was just a hit, you know, oh, that big hit on the field when they did the tackle, that goes out the window when you learn that no, That heart collapsed again this time in the hospital. The fact that I was seeing these discussions on Telegram you know, uh, there was a soundbite from, uh, I got to dig it back up. I think it was a doctor talking about this, um, before Dorian's uncle even said anything. So, um, it's just, it's very interesting. So a lot of people are wondering if this is pharmaceutical related and, uh, you know, I did, you know, some of you guys have sent me this link to good where, um, I can't even bring this up on YouTube, but it talks about uh, now a total of 16, 1616 or yeah. So 1,616 athletes had cardiac arrest, serious issues, and 1,114 of them died since the new needle came around. So, you know, this is just, this is a roughly compiled list of, um, news headlines, but, you know, they're all, all the news headlines are hyperlinked. It's very well organized. And it's this, this website kind of draws questions as to, you know, was this, uh, why, why are there this many athletes that this is happening to? Um, and you know, it's, you know, you look through the list and you do wonder, but you know, the list does also include a lot of speculative headlines. Like I'll show you this one. And at the end of my show, I'll have to include uh, a link to this website down in my description. So you guys can see what I'm talking about, but it hyperlinks to all these news articles of athlete deaths after the needle was rolled out. But I'm just going to show you like, for instance, one of them is this guy, um, this former basketball player. He died at age 64 in January of 2021, which was, uh, within weeks of the needle being rolled out. So he may indeed want to have been the, been one of the very first to take it because he, because he is older, he's 64, but you know, this is not, this is not a young, healthy athlete dying. This is an older guy right. dying. And there's no word on whether he had the needle. So the list does include some of these things. So you just have to, you you have to look at everything with a grain of salt right now. And, uh, you know, like I said in my previous show, the CDC themselves admits that pharmaceutical re- reactions are associated with clotting. They have all this medicine that they have on hand to give people in case they clot after a new pharmaceutical. It's a real thing, not just for these new pharmaceuticals, but for various pharmaceuticals. People like we learned with Haley Beaver when she had a stroke in her 20s, looking healthy AF, yet she has a stroke. Turns out birth control is associated with, with strokes and clotting. So birth controls of pharmaceutical, all kinds of pharmaceuticals are associated with this. Um, I have, I've looked at data from the CDC. It does appear that this new pharmaceutical is causing more bad reactions, but we just don't know if that's what happened with DeMar Hamlin. Like I said, two days ago on my show, Uh, I played the soundbite of me doing a report for Fox back in 2019 on young, healthy athletes dying suddenly of heart issues. Um, This has been a thing since before. And I I understand that some people believed back then before the pandemic, when it was happening, it may have been associated with all the energy drinks these athletes would take to hype themselves up for the game some some energy drinks can be a little too hype and have an effect on your heart. But who knows? You know, but it was interesting, the backlash I got from my audience for saying that, for just saying, look, we got to look at everything when we're trying to get the truth. And some, some Americans are really zoned in on like this, you know, everything. <laughs> the, the new pharmaceutical is the cause of everything. And there's a host of things that are the cause of a lot of health issues. Uh, primarily, what you eat. As I covered, as I covered earlier, heart disease being the number one killer of Americans, it's due to what you eat, but it's not due to what the media says is causing it. They're saying it's meat. That's a blatant lie. When you look at the actual science. And details. You're going to have to scroll back on my my YouTube channel to see the video I did about this. But I broke down tons of science and studies and background and showed that it does indeed appear that rancid plant oils that are infused into all the carbs we eat are actually the cause of heart disease being the number one killer of Americans. So when doctors go say, stop eating meat, people go home and start eating more carbs. But the bread, chips, crackers, and cookies that they're eating are all cooked with rancid plant oils. Plant oils are fragile. They go rancid very easy. So almost every plant oil is already extremely rancid when you buy it off the store shelf. Thank you for the super chat, 200-watt studio. Round 11 just ended. McCarthy, not Speaker. Round 12 started now. This is insanity. How long are they going to do this? Like I said, the longest time, the longest um, uh, vote for House Speaker was back in 1856. They went for, uh, I believe it was 133 rounds of voting over two months period to try to elect a House speaker. There was such a division at that time over slavery and immigration. Some people wanted to close the border. Some people wanted to open the border. That's happening now, too. And the other thing, of course, that, that was a period leading up to the Civil War. So slavery was a big issue as well. Oh, thank you, JJ, for the super chat. Love your vids. I really appreciate that. Um I do want to get into the house speaker thing before I turn to that I want to show you guys something really interesting in this debate uh, over what caused Damar Hamlin's cardiac arrest I want to show you something strange that happened in Massachusetts this week Massachusetts state police posted that made this Facebook post in which they are mourning the deaths of three police officers in Massachusetts Uh they all died within days of each other all together. One of my viewers sent this to me and said, I bet it was the latest boost. Turns out, I guess in Massachusetts, officers are mandated to get that that thing in their arm. And uh, But it's interesting that they all died together. And the second two, so these two guys, it doesn't say how they died. They just died. You know, when that, this was first sent to me, I was like, oh, this is probably line of duty. Either they had a, you know, they were shot by a suspect, or they had a car crash in a high-speed chase. But no, these appear to be not related to chasing crime at all. So let's focus on this very young man right here. His name is um, Officer Sean Besserick, 24... Uh, hold on, That's, I'm looking at the wrong guy. It's off, this is Officer Santos here, let me just... Uh, click on him. John F. Santos. Uh, 20, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like he's, he's 25 years old. It says, get this, passed away suddenly within the last seven days. Uh, Officer Santos died of a brain aneurysm. Brain aneurysm. At this age, we didn't used to hear of people dying of brain aneurysms that young. So it is it is pretty weird. It's kind of weird. You know, especially because I was a local news reporter for years before going independent, and I would stalk these I would stalk the all activity of police because I was a crime reporter. And you wouldn't just see you I, I don't I don't believe I ever saw. A post like that, and I would have definitely saw it, of police shouting out a list of officers who all died, like, together, non-related to crime, just keeled over things like brain brain aneurysms. Apparently, uh, the needle is mandated there. But again, we don't know if that's the cause. It's hard to tell. Um, it's, it's really hard to tell because the media is putting their blinders on and nobody wants to talk about this. Okay. Let's get into the race for house Speaker. Some really interesting things happened today. I want to show you the New York times has been doing a live track of the vote count. Um, as, as one of my viewers correctly noted there, they are going to be doing their 11th round of voting for house speaker. You can see the record uh, for the last 10 rounds of voting. And you can see that Kevin McCarthy here is actually losing votes. So in the first round of voting two days ago, he got 203 votes. In the 10th round, he has 200 votes. So he's lost three votes in two days' time. And the 20 Republicans I highlighted yesterday are determined to whittle away at McCarthy's vote comp. And I guess it's it's happening. Um, I guess it's happening. You see this one person who's just been voting present. um, This member of Congress is protesting this gridlock and saying, let's not not do round after round of voting because we know how every round is going to go. Nothing's changing. Um, So why do we keep doing these rounds of voting? Um, So she's just listing herself as present, she's saying, I'm not going to participate in voting when nothing's changing. Like, let's go talk it out until something changes. Um, Thank you for the super chat, 200-watt studio. On the positive side, this is the most efficient the house has been in years. Already brought 11 votes to the house floor. It's been less than a week. <laughs> They're busy. They're busy now. So I was taking notes while watching this chaos today. I want to read you guys some of their notes, uh, the notes. Um, so first of all, I made note of the fact that Matt Gates did the unthinkable and voted for President Trump for House Speaker. Turns out you do not have to be a member of the House to be House Speaker. How many of us knew that? Um, so, Matt Gates posted a clip of himself doing this today. Gates. <laughs> Donald
0: John Trump.
1: Trump. Marjorie, look at Marjorie's face. <laughs> She's like, "Excuse me." Gates. She's like, "You did not just do that." <laughs> um, so that was quite quite something. I know a lot of my viewers have been commenting. We need Trump as the House Speaker. Well, Gates said, screw it. I'm going to try to make it happen. He was the only one who voted for for Trump. Uh, But that did happen. Um, So I was watching Fox News today. They interviewed Don Bacon, Republican from Nebraska. Uh, He was, Bacon said that he was hoping that constituents will get upset that Work isn't getting done in Congress and that they will call their 20 representatives and say, stop embarrassing the House. That's what he said on Fox News today. And I thought that was really funny because my comment section has been the opposite. You guys are excited that there's a standoff. Yay, Congress is holding themselves up so they can't spend more of our money that we don't have to spend. Congress loves just doing stupid stuff and printing and wasting our money. Um, Now they're held up from doing that you know, implementing more BS laws that take away our freedoms. Now they're all held up from all that. So so a lot of my viewers are like, let's just keep this going, keep this going. And I think the constituents of the 20 representatives are, who are standing their ground are telling them the same thing. Keep it up. Let's stand our ground all day and all month. Mm -hmm. Um, so Bacon said, um, that the 20 representatives who are going against McCarthy are demanding committee chairmanships and big asks in order to vote for McCarthy. So apparently there's some sort of uh, serious negotiation going on where, you know, behind the scenes when they don't, when they do go into recess um, these 20, some of the 20 are saying, are saying you better make me the chair of one of the committees. If you want me to vote for McCarthy but we heard from Matt Gates who said McCarthy's people already threatened to kick him off of all committees if he doesn't vote for McCarthy and Gates is saying screw committees what does a committee even mean if if it's McCarthy in charge cuz nothing's going to change Biden's agenda is going to go right through if McCarthy's in, cha- in charge so Gates is saying screw committees you're not going to tantalize me with that uh maybe gates is not maybe gates is alone in, in standing like that. I really like how he stood like that. But Bacon is saying, no, some of these 20 are saying they want to be the chairs of the committees, um, in order to get McCarthy in, which if it's a Freeman freedom fighter in charge of committee, that's great. Um, Bacon said that McCarthy met every concession he was asked, but the 20 still won't budge. Bacon says Republicans are thinking of going across the aisle to negotiate committee ratios. Okay, this is the part that really was concerning. Bacon is saying that Republicans are now going to go talk to Democrats and negotiate the ratio of the committee. And maybe, because they want Democrats to vote for McCarthy now. Since nothing's changing with these 20, they need to get some of the Dems to get McCarthy in. And maybe Dems would like McCarthy because he's basically a Democrat, right? So Bacon is saying that they're talking about now, they're gonna talk to the Democrats and say, if you vote for McCarthy, we'll give you uh we'll reduce our majority in the in the committees. Um instead of a majority of four in the committees, Democrats would get two. Um so that's crazy. Uh, Bacon said that it's not personal. He's like, you know, these 20 keep saying it's not personal, but it is. And, and I'm saying, I, I think that it's just that these 20 members of Congress don't trust McCarthy anymore because he's like, oh, I'll make this concession. But then when push comes to shove and the lobbyists are knocking on his door, uh, McCarthy forgets every promise he made. Right. So I think that is where these 20 members are coming from. So Fox news in interviewing bacon, they suggested offering a different speaker option. Mr. Bacon, why don't you guys just offer up another one of your, your 200 members that these 20 who are holding out would like better. Bacon's like, no, 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 that won't work. Nope. Another, nope. They would vote against that person. I don't think they would. The 20 have been offering up multiple different options. The 20 are open to several options, if as long as it's not McCarthy. But Bacon's like, nope, it's got to be McCarthy. It's good. It was just a really strange interview. And I just thought, what does McCarthy have? again? What, what dirt does McCarthy have on Bacon? What dirt does he have on the 201 members of Congress who have been voting in lockstep with him for all these rounds? Is it the orgies? <laughs> Is it the freaking orgies that Madison Cawthorn spilled the beans about back in the spring, which cost Madison his primary election. These guys do orgies in their free time together. And when I heard like Madison literally dumped that, those beans. And, and I was like, why the heck would these people organize orgies? Madison's like, yeah, it was people that I like looked up to as a young congressman. And now they're inviting me to orgies. And, um, I was like, the only reason that they would do that is to have dirt on that person. Like, well, I got video of you at this orgy. So if you don't vote for McCarthy, I'm going to release the video to the paparazzi. Um, that's just, <laughs> that, that was my take. So maybe bacon has gone to orgies with McCarthy. I don't know, but some strange things are going on. So, um Fox News went on to say if uh McCarthy can't become speaker without Democrats getting involved doesn't that reinforce everything the House Freedom Caucus is saying about him? Exactly. Exactly, McCarthy's going to hand over Republican power to Democrats in order to be speaker? Exactly. That's why we've been calling him uniparty. Um it's nuts. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at, uh, my, oh my gosh. Then Fox interviewed Dan Crenshaw. It's so sad. I've been like, dang, Dan, why are you turning out this way? Like I said, I was the one interviewing Dan when he won Congress, new congressman. I was there interviewing him and I thought he'd really be for the people. And now he's out here, uh, not seeming that way so much. You know, Dan literally said on Fox today, um, that these 20 can't articulate why they don't like Kevin and I'll, I'll play a soundbite for you today of them articulating why they don't like Kevin. They've been articulating why they don't like Kevin McCarthy, but Dan's saying they can't articulate it. They're just spewing drain the swamp. Like their consultants told them, you know, to fundraise. It's all for fundraising. Dan, Dan says, um, Then Fox News interviewed Bob Good, which was a fascinating interview. Um, Bob Good uh, from Virginia, he says that McCarthy will never be speaker. McCarthy will not be speaker. The 20 are going to stand their ground. The American people do not care that it takes us a few days or weeks to get a good speaker. That's what I've been saying. I don't think the American people care that much. McCarthy... Bob Good said that McCarthy voted for every omnibus spending bill over the past 12 years. The biggest issue they have with him is this um, spending that goes against the American people. And he said that Jim Jordan might actually be the strongest contender that everyone can agree on. I recorded a little bit of uh, Bob Good's interview uh, of him saying it's never going to be Kevin. We are standing our ground for as long as it takes here. He
0: is never going to get your vote for anything. If he's you want he's not going to be speaker. We need to recognize that reality. The 20 of us are strong in our opposition to him. We need to move forward.
1: Yeah, but then Fox interviewed Maria Salazar, Republican from Florida, who said McCarthy will be speaker in the next 24 hours. And so Fox was like, OK, we'll have you back tomorrow and see if you're right about that. So it's some interesting stuff going on. But um, the, the 20, ha- like I said, the 20 who are going against McCarthy, they've been casting their votes for various people. Like we saw Matt Gates voted for Trump. One, um, in the ninth round, um, it was Byron Donalds who got 17 votes. So yesterday Byron was getting all the votes from the 20. Now the 20 are kind of splitting off. Byron only got 17. Hearn got three votes. One person voted 20. Uh, and then McCarthy only got 200. So they're slowly knocking off votes from McCarthy. Um, house speaker is the constitutional officer of this, branch of government. You know, there's three branches of government and the house speaker is the constitutional officer of that branch, not the Senate majority leader who is not mentioned in the constitution. So house speaker is a highly important role. Just like the president of the U.S. is at the helm of the executive branch, the house speaker is at the helm of the judicial, or I'm sorry, of the legislative branch. So uh, it's executive, legislative, and judicial. So it's very important very important role. And these people, uh, these 20 freedom fighters are basically saying, we need to prove ourselves to the American people. There's a reason that there was not a red wave in, in, you know, it was a, it was a little red trickle in November. Uh, we need to prove that we are fighting for the people. And this is how we're proving that. And if we roll over and, and cave into McCarthy, then we don't deserve that vote in 2024. And it's like, does a Republican deserve a presidential or congressional vote in 2024 if we don't stand our ground now? So they're digging in their heels. This will be really interesting. I want to show you, you know, cause like I said, Dan Crenshaw was like, Ooh, these guys can't articulate uh, why they don't like McCarthy. Well, Andy Biggs has been leading this charge against uh, McCarthy and he he stood up this morning to nominate, again, Byron Donalds to go against uh, McCarthy. And and so he starts listing all these things that are wrong with America that McCarthy has helped create. And this is C-SPAN recording it. And C-SPAN cuts over to McCarthy, who is just looking, he, talking heatedly in the background. So I was like, good, we finally get to see McCarthy's face during this. Because uh, Fox wasn't really showing McCarthy's face. I think they like him a lot. Uh, so Andy Bix, here it is. Uh, just watch this.
2: The issues that this side has not only ignored, but has put upon the American people. We used to be energy independent. Seems so long ago. It's two years ago, actually. We're going to restore America to energy independence. You know how you reduce inflation? You stop devaluing your currency. You stop blowing out the waters by spending $1.7 trillion on an omnibus bill that has how many thousands of earmarks in it? You start taking on crime. You start fighting violence. You start fighting the overgrowth of our budget and restore our economy. You start incentivizing jobs. You recognize that the American middle class is being squeezed. And those who are uh, with more difficult economic circumstances are being squeezed by an economy that has this inflation that attacks energy. You bring your border back under control. And this side is going to bring that border security under control. We recognize it's a crisis. It's a crisis when in 2020, the Yuma sector had 9,000 encounters, not for a five-day period, but for an entire fiscal year. Under this administration, with these policies, that 9,000 encounters is about a five-day period in the Yuma sector today.
1: So it's bad, and like I said, the twenty were standing against McCarthy. Said that the border is partially so bad because they've been sneaking clauses into these spending bills that prevent America from securing its border. Like what? Okay, I'm checking out your super chat. Thanks for the super chat uh, to the 200 watt studio. I do not want to know if Nadler has been in orgies. I was like, Nadler, let's bring let's bring him up. Uh, this guy. <laughs> the visual, just like some of the visuals, you you just don't want a visual of some of these members of Congress in an orgy. That's just, it's not pleasant. Um, Yeah. So interesting times. That'll do it for me. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, help my algorithm, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. We're doing truth bombs. Emerald Robinson is coming on truth bombs. Pretty exciting. See you guys then.